Bring your A game. Ding dong. Hey everybody and welcome to Total Recap, a podcast about the women of WWE. I am your co-host Dane and joining me as always is my head of security Kesha who is taking a nice little nap after some uh, food and also welcoming back to the microphone virtually again is Joshua. Hello Joshua, welcome back. Hello, I don't like that. I just don't like what? That I welcomed you back, or no? That you're using my full name. That just sounds weird. All right, Joshua. Well, we will be okay this time around. Um, well, welcome back again. We are still in lockdown, so we are doing mm-hmm. this virtually. Um, this is our second virtual episode because Joshua likes to skip. Uh, but we'll <laughs> get through you. this together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and this is a very special episode, Joshua, because this is our extreme you. rules, pre- <laughs> our extreme rules predictions episode. Yes. Um, and on the card, well, we'll get to it a bit later. But spoiler alert: it's the first. I think this is like the first ever pay per view with a fifty-fifty gender split. So that's exciting. That's very exciting. Shame about the build-ups. So. <laughs> We'll get into it. We have a lot to discuss and we're actually on a very limited time frame. Um, and you can blame Joshua for that one, who likes to be late, even virtually. Um, so wow, Joshua, bitch. quickly catch us up to date. What's been happening in lockdown? Um, so much that I just oh, yeah. can't begin to bring it all into this short time frame that we have. So, Wow. What a waste of time. Anyway. <laughs> I have nothing <laughs> Let's talk about Raw, shall we? Let's just get jump straight into it and talk about what uh, what I thought was really exciting. I want to talk about the main points of Raw, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do this very quickly and very, very, very eloquently. Okay. Dewdrop and Eva Marie needs to shut the fuck up, first yes. of all. Um, Dewdrop's new gimmick absolutely sucks dick. Um, and Eva Marie, I still like Eva Marie, but I don't know what like she's doing now. What are we doing with her? Yeah, like nothing. <laughs> right? Yeah. So when she she was brought in to do to bring someone over and like like you know put someone over and that person was Dewdrop. But like she's still going with the Dewdrop thing and she's doing like the finger things now, which I'm pretty disappointed at because that's how Kyle and I do our own handshake is the with our fingers. So she totally stole from us. And I'm not impressed, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently that's called the do the do drop. So, oh, that's fucking wow. Dumb. Speaking of fucking dumb, though, um, we have new women's 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 tag team champions, don't we? Yes, I did not see that coming. Oh no, I couldn't see it. Not even from five episodes ago when we called it. Um, Nikki Ass <laughs> and Rhea Ripley are your new women's tag team champions. Yeah, it just shows that um. Rhea has been shaned. She has been shaned. She yeah. is the new Shayna, right? Yeah. Like came in looking it, really good and now she's a gimmick. Yeah. Um 
it makes sense also because Connor's Cure is coming up and it's a fantastic charity, of course, right? Yes. Um, but the fact is they need a superhero because now Daniel Bryan's not there. So they, they're using Nikki ass. Like, I, I just hate it when we can see the writing on the wall and we can yeah. just, we, when it's so obvious, like. Yeah, we shouldn't be able to like predict so much of it. Yeah. Sort of like, yeah. Um, well, it was a nice, it wasn't even a nice tag team match. It was a bit of a shit match. I think it was like five minutes. And yeah, so poor Natalia and, uh, what was the other, Tamina? Well, at least they had like a, like a decent last championship, well, for Tamina first and last, but for Natty, like, I (laughs) I don't think that they'll be champions again. I don't think so either. I think that was, uh, Tamina's last run. Yeah. Um. But I still like Natty to to a T, like when she's taking on like an Ajax and whatever. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just get this feeling that like Natty's gonna like hang up the boots real soon and just sort of stay as like a backstage person yeah. sort of thing. I think so too. Well, there was a backstage interview uh, with Tamina and Natty, which I felt bad for because they were talking about like they got really teary, being like when they were talking about their title run. So it clearly means a lot to them. And they were described as the backbone of the women's division. So I want to let that Hmm. sink in for a second. Hmm. Hmm. All right. It's sunk. Um, Speaking of Shaynard, let's talk about what was the actual highlight for Raw for me. Was uh, the Shayna, Baszler and Nia Jax storyline. Oh, yeah. So clearly we can only have one person who's been Shaynard at a time, right? Which yes. is now Rhea Ripley. She's now the Shayna, which means Shayna can now be Shayna, which I'm very excited for. Yeah, Shayna can now be Shayna and not be Shaynaed. Yes, I'm very happy for it because Shayna and Nia had a match together. Yeah. Uh, Shayna defeated Nia Jax by making her pass out with the clutch. Yeah. And then she did a brutal attack on Nia Jax. And now Nia Jax is, uh, and I'm doing this in air quotes, um, injured. Ah, uh, yeah, look, I don't fully understand why Shayna would attack Naya the way that she did and then, like, walk away being like, oh, what have I done? Like, bitch. Yeah. That bit, I was like, nah, no, be, be ruthless, be a killer. Like, walk up to him like, yeah, bitch, that's what you get. Like, don't walk away being like, oh, I didn't mean to do it. You forced me to do it. Like, no, no. True. Only because, like, that's not Shayna's character as, exactly. Like in the beginning, like she wasn't this beautiful person who then turned heel and now is questioning everything. So yeah. I think, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. That was a really weird part of the whole, like her turning on Nia. Yeah. But it does mean that Nia Jax is injured and won't be here for a while. So we'll Thank probably God. see her back at the Rumble. Uh-oh. Uh. I mean, look, it's okay. Let's let's give <laughs> Shiner Shiner some time to Shiner. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Nia Jax can just go back. Everyone was pretty happy about Nia Jax. Like, all my Twitter friends were very happy about <laughs> Nia Jax going back. Um, yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I don't know. I was excited for it. I thought that Nia Jax was, like, this was her best acting job ever. And that mm. she actually sold it to me. Yeah. So, uh, let's do it. Like, we've been talking about this, I'm pretty sure, all year. Which was them breaking up and having this battle. And now they've ended this battle. So, let's see what happens now. Mm. I'm excited for it. Don't I kind of want Shayna to, like go back to, like, her, like, NXT, like, just badass bitch character and go to SmackDown and have that proper feud with Becky? Like, the one that we all want? 
Well, that's – oh, yeah, that's interesting because it was – I was about to be like, no, it was with Charlotte that they had that feud, but then I realised that that was Rhea. So, that, wow, look how quickly they down fell. They yeah. fell down. Um, It's going to be interesting because I think the winner of the Raw Women's Championship will dictate where Shayna goes. Okay. Like, I think Shayna is the next contender for the Raw Women's Championship. Mm. But I'd like to see her go up. I don't know. I just think she's next in line because there's nobody else. Yeah, but, like, I also want her to, like, have a couple months of just, like, destroying. Yeah. Yes. And, like, building her up so people go, oh, she's actually someone to fuck with. Not, oh, she was tag champs, like, three months ago. And then she's had, like, two good matches. Sure, let's give her the the main title. That just, I hate it when when they do that. (laughs) Any any Charlotte Flair run ever, right? Pretty much, yes. So... Moving forward to our main Raw Women's Championship storyline, though, is Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. Hmm. Now, it's very interesting because this was a weird-ish storyline that could have had a lot more flair. Oh, wow. Flair to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, didn't even notice. Um, (laughs) But it's so obvious seeing the way that they promote on each other. Yeah. Versus AE Dub, Soho, and uh, DMD. Yeah. Because it was very obvious what they were doing. They were trying to, like, hit a bit personal on Raw. And I thought it was very interesting. So the backstory is Alexa Bliss gave Charlotte a doll called Charlie. And the crowd loved Charlie. Um, <laughs> but Charlotte Flair was like, you know, you were running the Raw women's division when I was on SmackDown. Like, you used to carry championships, and now you carry dolls. And I was like, ooh. Like, it's... Promo-wise, like, I'm excited for this match. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like to see Alexa Bliss win the championship. Yeah, I think... The thing for me is that it's just... Like, I think I'm a bit like one of our older listeners just done and don't really care anymore about the whole Alexa Bliss and doll. Like, I just want her to, like go back to being, like, a person, not this, like, I demon want, figure. I want the goddess back. I want the goddess. Yeah. I need her to come back. But I think it's happening. I think something's happening very slowly because on the promo on Alexa's Playground, it was she snapped and she did a promo very similar vein to how she would have used to do one instead of the whole, like, uh, doll bliss, whatever we want to call her. Mm. I don't know. I think I think the time is happening where she's going to change, but I think it's going to take the title to... I don't know. It's the dub-dub. So, like, the storyline could be Alexa Bliss takes the title and that will fulfill her destiny, whatever yeah. we want to mean by that. And, like, it reminded her of who she was yeah. before The Fiend got a hold of her and we can slowly see that transition back, maybe. Yeah. Or And then the doll could come to life as a character, right, as you've been saying comes mm. back as a person, and then they challenge. And that could be Shayna, because of that whole Shayna doll thing for a while there. Shayna could be Lily, and then they have a battle, and Alexa Bliss, I don't know, turns back to Alexa Bliss because she fought Lily. Or, being the dub-dub, they're going to give Alexa the championship because they realise that they can sell a lot of merch putting the belt on Lily, and then they sell a whole bunch of Lily dolls with the belt on her. I'm not gonna lie. I would buy a Lily doll, and I don't. And I hate. It. I hate to admit it, but they the are problem. so expensive. <laughs> I am the problem. But the doll was too expensive. Sorry. <laughs> but Charlie, I on the other hand, I genuinely looked into it. No, they're like fifty bucks American. 
Yeah, so when you convert that to Australian plus shipping, I'm like, I'm not about to spend $100 on a doll. Like, I've wasted $100 on a lot more dumb shit than, like, a doll. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I need to start preparing for my future. Uh, but no. Or, like, maybe at, like, Extreme Rules, Charlotte will just kick her really hard in the head and she'll just go, oh, I'm back to normal, and then we can just move on. I'm hoping something will happen. But yeah. what I wanted to talk about this Raw segment before we transition mm-hmm. is... Dave Meltzer is such a dumb fuck. He um, he went out onto his Twitter friends and he was like, you know, 1,500 people out of like the 9,000 that were there left the arena and never came back during that promo. Basically shitting on Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. Yeah. And um, Alexa Bliss went on Twitter and was like, don't listen to this bullshit. Like, you know, you heard the crowd. And I was looking in the crowd as well, being like, I can't see people leaving the seats. They were there for it. Yeah. And I like that Alexa Bliss defended herself. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out. That like this huge rumor went around, right? And the thing is, when these rumors go around, it actually can kind of really fuck up the storylines. Yeah. Like this could really have affected Alexa Bliss and this push that she's getting. And it could have changed Vince's mind to be like, oh, wait, we're not putting the title on Alexa because... 1,500 people. You know what I mean? Like, Vince is dumb enough to read rumors, I reckon. Yeah, I fully back that as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the smartest. That was very, that was very interesting. So, before we transition, Joshua, I would mm. like to talk about something that is upcoming, which is probably... Uh, or is it... Um, uh, yeah, it's probably my second favourite thing of the entire Dub Dub universe. Is that the draft is coming up. The draft. The draft is coming draft. up. And <laughs> um, I think it's happening, like, next week and the week after. It's happening in October, definitely. So, we're very soon to it. I think uh, I think Extreme Rules is our last chance at the, the, the rosters that we know. Sweet. But what I wanted to talk about was Dub Dub, they're fucking idiots, released <laughs> a poster for Survivor Series showing the red and blue side. Fuck, yeah. And, of course, they've showed superstars on red that weren't meant to be there and blue that were meant to be there. For fuck's sake. Yeah. So, I, d- I don't... Oh, I'll see if I can find it quickly. Hang on, let me do some things. You talk to people. Hey, guys. It's your friend, Josh. Oh, my God, Joshua. Do not... No. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you joking? Anyway. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake. Anyway, look, the ones that I remember distinctively were Becky and Sasha Banks being drafted to Raw. Oh, and Charlotte on SmackDown. So I'm going to say that they're trying to boost up the Raw women again by bringing Becky and Sasha over. Mm-hmm. And I think Alexa Bliss... Yeah, so I think that's what they showed, right? So that's pretty crazy. So does that mean that... Uh, does that mean that Bliss and Belair are going to win? Or are they well, just going to do that stupid... Oh, you're the champ on that show. I'm the champ on the- Let's just change belts. Well, I thought about that, right? Oh, here, hang on. I've got the poster. Oh, here we go. Hang on. All right. So, on SmackDown, actually, on Raw, they've got Finn Balor, Becky, oh. and Sasha. Okay. And then on SmackDown, so Charlotte's in the middle of, Raw, of Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. And then on the blue side, this is prominent. So, this is the main Survivor Series. On the blue side, they've got Bel Air, Big E which is interesting. Oh. And they've got Damien Priest. Not that we care about that. No. So it looks like 
we. I, th- I think they might just do a title swap. Possibly. Oh, I hate that. So anyway, the main women on the Survivor Series poster are Charlotte, Becky, Banks, and Belair. Quick question. Hit me. While we're talking about like people switching brands and star mm-hmm. power and everything else, how long do you think it's going to be until Bailey comes back? Uh, she'll come back at the Rumble. I think she'll be the surprise Rumble entrant if it's not for Paige. Okay. So you, so you like, think Bailey's going to be out for a while longer? I mean, it's her knee. And I think... Oh, yes. You are the expert on, on Dickie knees, Dan. Please tell me. As someone who has had <laughs> a career-defining knee injury and surgery himself, um, it takes a very long time. And if Bianca... Not Bianca. If Bailey is out in June... The rumble is very early still, even for her. So you, I reckon Bailey could come back night after Mania, and have the push. Okay. But I think I don't know. It's way too early. But I think Paige is coming back, and I think. Oh really? I, I think I would be here. Yeah, the rumors are she's being cleared, mate. So, wow, mate. Mate. Um, Ew, so great. Joshua, I think that I Fuck would be you. here for a uh, number twenty-five. Paige returns, wins the rumble, wins the title, and that's Boom, your pick. Bailey you can't change night. it now. Okay, well, we'll just wait until season three, bitch. Yeah, uh, that's your pick. I'll write in my draft. contract. So there you go. So that's yeah. what I think early on. Okay. Let's quickly transition to SmackDown. Yep. Because uh, Becky and Belair are selling it, and I thought that they did a really good job this week. I'm mm-hmm. very keen for both of these women's matches come Extreme Rules. Yes. So Becky uh, hasn't had any actual matches live like on tv yet has no. she? she's only been doing the dark matches she's only been doing house shows yeah that's so the, that's yeah. correct house shows yeah. um and belair actually had a pretty fire promo this week on smackdown against becky mm-hmm. which was you know you're scared of me becky because i have everything you've done i've matched like i've won the rumble i main event in mania and i've gone undefeated um and i also won an epsi award which you haven't yet but you're so mad at me because I've done it in a quarter of the time that it took you to do it. Ooh, and I, I like that. Mm. I enjoyed that. So, And Becky was pissed. Like, Becky's playing the role. So these two are going to be... I think this can be a good match. Yeah, definitely going to be a good match. And hopefully um, it goes longer than 27 seconds. Well, I mean, they keep talking about fucking 27 seconds. And I'm like, well, if you guys keep talking about it, you shouldn't have fucking done it then, should ya? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, surely they're looking at that now going, oh, that was a mistake. Oops. How do we fix this? Because the thing is, Belair needs to win this championship match, I think. Oh, it's really? Hard. It's hard because I think what could happen... I don't know. Do they... We'll talk about this in, in, the, in the further segment. Let's sidetrack, though. Mm-hmm. To another two storylines that we're getting on SmackDown. Let's talk about the that the one that could be better first. And let's talk about Sonya Deville and Naomi. Yes. Very so interesting. Naomi, so Naomi has come back to SmackDown. Apparently she was redrafted, so that's good for you. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and she's been asking for a match from Sonya. And Sonya was like, I didn't even know you came back. And I was like, best promo Ooh. you've ever done, Sonya. <laughs> um, so then Naomi has been threatening to have a match. She went out to the ring. Sonya called security and said, after your entrance, it's all downhill from there. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not wrong there, Sonya. So... This is building into something pretty exciting because, I mean, it's exciting because we could get Sonya Deville back in the ring. What yeah. do you think? I'm 
I'm really just happy that they're teasing it. Whether or not she comes back and she takes on Naomi, meh. Like, I'm just really happy that they're teasing it. Like, they're putting that thought back into our heads of like, oh, could she be coming back? I mean... Well, I mean... In it was like meant a perfect to be Liv Morgan, wasn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. Like in a perfect world, I it wasn't going to be Naomi that was bringing her back. Yeah. Um, but with that said, if it brings her back, at least she's back. Very true. I mean, like I, yeah. I think that this was meant to be Liv Morgan's spot back at Money in the Bank with the whole that authority type figure. Yes. Match. Yeah. But you know what I think is going to happen is I think it's going to go to Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and I think somehow Sonya Deville will be captain. Okay. Or, so I think it'll be like Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. They'll mm-hmm. have Raw vs SmackDown, and that will be like a Survivor Series match. And I think Naomi won't get picked for it, and mm-hmm. she will turn into somebody, and then she'll be in the team. Could Adam like double cross Sonya and like on the night, or like Stephanie or something like on the night, someone pulls out of the Survivor Series match, and they just look at Sonya and go. Get dressed. Ooh, that could be exciting. I want Sonya to build back in the ring. I've decided. Yeah. She's done so well this past two years. She's yeah. ready. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, ooh, yeah. go. Oh, no, I had no thoughts. <laughs> so, okay, cool. No thoughts. <laughs> um, so, Joshua, let's talk about the last storyline here, which has been a bit weird. In terms of Liv Morgan getting this weird push but losing her matches. Yeah. So, was, all of this has stemmed from that fatal four-way after the t- infamous 27-second match, mm-hmm. um, where Liv Morgan has basically been uh, tag-teamed against, uh, what's her face, um, Carmella and Vega, who are yeah. now weirdly like a tag team. So, Liv last week on SmackDown was like, I want you, Vega, next week on SmackDown, and then Mella, I want you at... Extreme rules. So now that's how their match happened. Where are we going with this? Because I can't, I can't pick it. Yeah, I. Could it just be a case of the Dub Dub going? Ooh, NWA just had an all women's pay per view. Should we give our women half a pay per view? And this is just <laughs> a case of like, like filling seats, like. They needed to fill these many matches, and they just went, all right, you, you, and you, go. It's been pretty clear that Dub Dub have been pushing women more. I don't Mm. think they've necessarily been pushing the women more in terms of actual substance. I think they've just been pushing women in front of the camera. Yeah. And that's how we're getting these four-minute, three-minute matches that mean fuck all. But I think now, particularly this last week, they've been turning into stories. So... At least they're kind of trying, but, like, it's still... They still have such a long wait. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I think definitely at the moment their women's division is winning, but I, it's going to be interesting to see what they do when other companies really start to, like, pick up the pace with their women's divisions and they actually have a bit of competition for the division. I mean, I'm not going to lie with you. They have some serious competition with the AEW. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's not 100% there, but, like... But, like, it, another, it's, like another it's starting, like, planting the seeds sort of thing. But, yeah, I definitely don't think it's... Qu- 
quite there just yet. No, but let's talk about that first of all. But let's take a quick break, and yes. then when we come back, let's let's uh, let's talk the AE dub dub, mm-hmm. and we'll match our comparisons, and then we'll do our predictions. How does that sound? Sounds wonderful. Beautiful. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll see you soon. Wait, that makes no sense. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Welcome back to Total Breakdown, your show within a show talking about the women of wrestling of AEW. And I will get that introduction down very soon, but it's the second time we've started speaking about AEW. So, but this is Joshua's first time speaking about AEW. Joshua, welcome to Total Breakdown. Well, Total Breakdown, Total Breakdown, Total Breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, nice. Thank you. Um, So... Where do we begin? Actually, no, I know where we begin because Joshua didn't take notes, but that's okay. He wasn't at the staff meeting. We were talking about that because he decided to have a holiday in lockdown. Um, I, I was on leave, damn it. <laughs> oh, thank God it was unpaid annual leave. Um, now, let's talk about the AEW women because we have had a championship match. We've also had some, a new storyline develop, and uh, that's all I can really talk about. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the the shows that AEW bring to us. And I'm still just trying to figure out who's who in the Zoom because it's a beautiful Zoom. What do you but mean by just... you're trying to wrap your head around the shows? Uh, well, there's AEW Dark, but then I think there's AEW Dark Elevation. Then there's Dynamite. Then there's Rampage. So I'm trying to figure out the equivalents and how they air and what their schedule is. Okay. And like which ones are like the most important to watch? Correct. Which like, I think yeah. it's Dynamite, Rampage, Dark. That's my theory because Dark is an all online show. Yeah. Then Dynamite's two hours, Rampage is one hour. Okay. Or I could, yeah, that makes sense to me. So we actually had a very special edition of Dynamite, I want to say, <laughs> <laughs> which was the Grand Slam show. So this is where I want to talk about comparisons, which is why we cut off our dub dub section at the perfect time. So, thank you, Joshua. This was their very special New York episode. Rampage, oh, Dynamite went for an extra hour. This See, this is where I'm confused. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I need to figure this out now. AEW, I'm just Googling. Rampage. Okay, so I think I've got them wrong. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Sorry. Okay, we're back in We're back in line, guys. So, Dynamite was a very special episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared that I've done it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is so bad. This what, is not great. What day was it on? I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure Wednesday is Dynamite and Fridays is Rampage. So this was Dynamite Grand Slam. This was AEW Grand Slam, which is a very special event that aired for the very first time ever in front of 20,000 people in New York. That's where we're going with this and that's where we're leaving it at, okay? Okay. So what I want to talk about here is the main event of this was actually Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defending her AEW Women's World Championship against Ruby Soho. 
So mm-hmm. I thought it was absolutely beautiful that we had the women main eventing, uh, a historical episode of AEW. Yeah. And I thought it was very interesting in comparison because they did that shoot, well, they did that promo package. Uh, they did that promo on AEW uh, a couple of weeks prior. But this match itself was very historic because it was a main event and it just showed that the AEW aren't fucking around with the women. They mm. are genuinely giving them the opportunity to main event and also to main event the biggest fucking show that they've had all year on TV. I also think it's great because of the fact that Ruby Riot was fired and released three months ago. She went from being released from, a, uh, from WWE three months ago to main eventing for the championship three months later. Yeah, it just shows how much they fucked up. Genuinely. Dub Dub, not AEW. No, Dub Dub fucked up so much, but AEW yeah. were so quick to capitalize on it. Mm. And the match itself, it was okay. Like, it wasn't the best match that I've seen DMD and Ruby partake in. Yeah. It was very interesting because Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, was actually inspired by Ruby watching her matches to get into wrestling. So it's kind wow. of like this weird. Uh, inspiration, yeah, uh, like this inspiration type match. It's um, almost like wrestling poetry. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, so the way that the angled work was, uh, Ruby ended up submitting after interference from both Rebel and Jamie Hader, and the quote that uh, Excalibur used was, "Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hader stole the AEW Women's World Championship from Ruby Soho tonight." I didn't quite buy it, but I thought that they were both nervous and it was such a huge show and such already great matches happening beforehand. Maybe they felt a little bit of pressure, but I would like to see this storyline continue. Mm. However, there's been rumors that there's going to be another television championship on Rampage for the women, which means two women's titles, which is just fucking exciting. And I think Ruby would be great to take that championship and be the first contender for it. Okay. Now, this kind of contradicts what I'm about to say next but on Rampage this week there was a backstage segment between Thunder Rosa Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose so Jade and Nyla are kind of like the monsters of AEW women's division Mm -hmm. uh, with Nyla Rose being a former champion and Jade basically being signed on her strength and ability alone right Mm -hmm. it was interesting because Thunder Rosa who we know is very infamous for her own wrestling but also very infamous for the lights out match that basically put Dr. Britt Baker DMD on the fucking map. It's interesting that she would say that she's not afraid of Jade or Nyla. Um, Jade had also said it was now personal, and Nyla Rose said she'd put them both down like dogs, which was also very great. (laughs) But I think that would be a very interesting setup between those three women, because they are three women, I guess, that are quite spotlighted in the main event scene of the AEW women's division Mm. to set up the new championship. And also three very different and unique wrestlers as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, those three could literally carry Rampage Women's Division if they ever decided to do, like, a draft, which I hope not. Yeah. But it'd be very interesting to see that side happen. So I just thought that was quick to note because it was a very unusual backstage segment for those three women. Okay. So just wanted to note that one. Uh, And then... Now, there was another match on Rampage this week, which was the Dark Orders Anna Jay versus the super bad girl Penelope Ford, um, which also involved Queen Slayer, and then the bunny came down. I don't know these... I know... I kind of know them, but I don't know the story, so that's what happened on okay. Rampage. 
<laughs> and then, last but not least, the dark results. We had Big Swole defeating Ali Catch, Tay Conti defeating Marina Tucker, and The Bunny defeating Xtina K. So there you go. That was your AEW uh, total breakdown, as far as I'm concerned. Nice. Josh, do you, do you have anything to add? Um, no. Okay, awesome. Uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see where... Uh, we go with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and the Ruby Soho storyline, so watch out for that. The teaser of the new championship on Rampage between Thunder Rosa, Jade, and Nyla. And then, yeah, we'll just move forward from there. What is the name of this title? Uh, ooh, I think they were calling it, like, the TCS championship. Let me hang on. Let me just go on my fact checker here now that I have a computer The TBS? TBS. And is yes, that, I think that... Is that another channel belt, like the TNT? Correct. So, okay. the TBS is to be... Here we go. Um, so, the rumour the rumor mill yesterday was indicated AEW will introduce a new championship belt. Uh, the new championship will be called the TBS Championship and is secondary title for the AEW Women's Division. Uh, no specific timetable was planned. There you go. I think it's just, yeah, TBS is just, I don't know. I don't know what TBS stands for. Do you know? Um, no. Okay, cool. We'll try to figure that one out next time for everybody. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Josh, let's take a super quick break. And then when we come back, let's talk about our Extreme Rules predictions. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. And welcome back to our final segment of this episode, which is our Extreme Rules predictions. Joshua, we have three matches. 50% of the card of Extreme Rules is happening tomorrow. What? What? Next week. No, it's tomorrow. Next week. No, it's it's tomorrow. What's the date tomorrow? Uh, oh my God, Joshua. Extreme Rules is tomorrow. All right. All right. <laughs> you can do this. Come on. I know you've had like a week off, but come on. Get uh. your shit together. Extreme Rules is tomorrow. That's correct. Let's talk about the matches here in our predictions quickly, starting from uh, least excited to most excited. Okay. First of all, we have Liv Morgan challenging Carmella. Who do you think is going? Oh, I, I think, think Liv Morgan's got this. I think Carmella's going to win it, and I also think it's going to be less than six minutes. Okay. Are you writing these down, by the way? Yeah, obviously. Obviously, cool. So that's six minutes, Mella over uh, Liv Morgan. I'm going to go the opposite way around. I think they're going to get 10 minutes. Okay. Because we have a three-hour pay-per-view with six matches, which means on average, each match should be about 30 minutes long. Minus introductions of video packages, 20 minutes each. But also, like, Roman's got to have his whole, like, big entrance. Finn's going to have his whole big entrance. They're going to yep. have... They're probably going to have the longest match. Becky it's and be, Belair will probably have a pretty long match. It's going to be very interesting to see the divide up of these matches and mm. um, the time. Like, I think that's going to be something very... Like, I don't know. If I was Vince, or actually, no, not if I was Vince. If I was, like, Triple H or Stephanie McMahon, I would be like, let's really focus on having some equality here between the men and the women's matches. Yeah. We will see. We will see. Um, Right. Next match is for the Raw Women's Championship. We have Charlotte Flair defending against Alexa Bliss. I am picking Charlotte Flair to win. Okay, so Charlotte to retain. 
I am going to go opposite here, and I'm going to say that this is Alexa Bliss's uh, sixth solo women's championship reign. Okay. There is nothing else further to add other than this is it for Alexa Bliss. I think it's do or die for this character. And I think this will keep her momentum shifting forward because the crowd is there. The crowd are obsessed. Like, they were chanting, like, ah, Charlie. They chant for Alexa. They chant for Lily. Like, Alexa Bliss is over with the crowd, but she's not completely there yet. She's not a Bel Air. She's not a Becky, like, where the crowd is just, ah, like, uh, mesmerized by every word. But they are there for Alexa Bliss. Yeah. I think she has to have the title to really put her over. And I think that her having the title will then develop and grow this character further. See, I would pick Alexa if it wasn't this character of Alexa. I don't think that they'll put the Raw Women's Championship on her like this. If it was a SmackDown Women's title, I could probably see them doing it. But I can't see them doing it with the Raw Women's title. I need this to happen. And here's why. First of all... (laughs) By Alexa Bliss winning the Raw Women's Championship, it means that she would have defeated every single member of the Four Horsewomen for a championship. Okay. It also works well in her character's favour. It works well for the draft. And also, um, Charlotte Flair is just trying to get to 16 at this stage, right? Yeah. Charlotte, I'm pretty sure, is one foot out the door off Dub Tub. I don't know why. I just feel it. So I think they're genuinely just trying to get her to defeat Ric Flair's title reigns. And this is just another quick loss for another quick title victory. Okay. And if the, if the Survivor Series rumors are true, then Charlotte will go to SmackDown and take the title from Belair. Okay. That's how I see this happening. Charlotte's just trying to get her 16 or 17 title reigns. Rick has already ruined the storyline on fucking NWA. Ric Flair's <laughs> reputation is getting fucked over every other episode of Dark Side at the Ring. Yeah. They are going to be quick to pull this fucking trigger on Charlotte because Charlotte has won the championship, I think, three times this year alone. So I think this is just for Charlotte to go over, fuck off to SmackDown, put Belair over, and then move forward. Like, I think we're on an exit route for Charlotte Flair. Okay. That's what I think. And I just think it's, it's smart for business to make Alexa Bliss win, especially when they're fucking manufacturing goddamn dolls every other week and selling dolls for Alexa Bliss that Queen doesn't have to do anything else. Yeah. Right? Does that make sense? Or is it just me? Yeah, like, I see what you're doing, but I can also see them trying to, like, build Charlotte up so then it's kind of have, like, what Randy's done. Like, Randy Orton is the Orton. Like, you like you don't think of, like, Cowboy Bob Orton and then Randy. Like, you think of Randy Orton and then you go, oh, shit, his dad was a wrestler. I can see them trying to do that with Charlotte, like, trying to just, um, just go over and just completely eclipse Ric Flair sort of thing. Um, But I don't think just having her win all these championships is enough to do it. I think that's the only logic that WWE have is to give her the titles to beat Ric Flair's legacy because Ric Flair's legacy, yes, he's Ric Flair. Sure. Mm. But Ric Flair isn't Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is fucking Hulk Hogan. The Rock is the Rock. Ric Flair is Ric Flair because Ric Flair has 16 title reigns. But Ric Flair also has, like, great matches with, like, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Randy Savage. Like, he's got all these but great matches where, like, I don't, like I Hulk Hogan and, like, The him. Rock are just, like, 
names where like Ric Flair was like a huge like wrestler. Which he is wasn't... why it makes sense for Charlotte to defeat his title reign because that's the only way that she'll get over by being a Flair is she has many more title reigns than her father because her father is known to have the most title reigns full stop. Yeah, but if she's also known for having like every match she's in is just tremendous, then doing that as well. I I can see how they could do both. Sort but I think, think for yeah. Charlotte to have that legacy, at least for Dub Dub's eyes, is to have the most title reigns. That's just the way I see it. Yeah, it's the simplest. It's the simplest way, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. one, it, dem- it gets rid of Rick's reigns, or it could be the opposite. And Ric Flair's, whatever's happening with Ric Flair at the moment, could tarnish Charlotte, and they'll be like, oh, actually, yeah, we're I not think- going to put all our eggs into your basket now. Like, this is it. Yeah. I just think Dub Dub's quick to rush because I think they know they don't have a lot of time with Charlotte. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how long they keep refer- referring referring to her as Ric Flair, or as Charlotte mm. Flair, or just Charlotte. It's very interesting. It's, yeah. it's, it's well, going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll Because see Charlotte if... was only Charlotte until she won her first title. Then she was Charlotte Flair. Remember yeah. that. Yeah. She tried to earn her legacy, and I think she'll end her legacy. I don't know. I just, just wonder if, like, on commentary over the next few weeks, they'll just start calling her Charlotte. Maybe. Sort of thing. And, I like, know. they'll try and just drop it... the flair name. Yeah. Well, for, like, six months know. or whatever else. Yeah. I think they'll try... I don't... Yeah. I think they'll try eliminate history off the flair, or mm. they'll push Charlotte Flair as the only flair. And the yeah. only way that Charlotte will be the only flair is to have 17 title reigns. True. True. Right. Anyway, it's exciting. It's an, ex- it's an exciting time to see what she's doing because if she's getting married and her father's no longer attached to Dub Dub and her partner is attached to A Dub, it just opens up the doors for Charlotte so much more. And yeah. I think Charlotte could do a lot more in AEW than ever in Dub Dub E, but she has to play their game first and get to that 17 title reigns, then fuck off. Yeah, it'll be. I'm just pitching her like debuting in like AEW just like the dun, 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 and she just like walks out and everyone's just like what the I think that would be actually fantastic or will Rick Flair have completely ruined it for Charlotte for any other promotion yeah it all depends on how yeah. she acts as well I guess but anyway we, true true we talk it'd about be this. very interesting if she gets to 16 title reigns like tied with Rick Flair and then gets her 17th in AEW that would piss off Vince so fucking much oh yeah oh yeah um, cool. And now let's talk, let's just quickly move on to our last match, which yep. is for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair challenges the 27-second man, Becky Lynch. I think Becky's winning this. As do I, yes. Uh, but it, it makes, but I need Becky to just win this match. Yeah. Or like, like win it through like... Uh, I need, mm. I can't have a squash against Belair because Belair has built up so fucking much. Yeah. This will destroy her if it's a quick victory, if it's a simple victory. Yeah. I need like, boom, KOD. I need a submission, bam. And then I need Becky to just cheat, hit her with something. Yeah. And that will work. Yeah. Or she introduces a new lackey, something. Yeah. We really need like Belair to like push Becky and like, yeah. push Becky in, and Becky like looks at the camera sort of thing it's like what like what else do I do like we just need her to be pushed to her limits that's what we need sort of, we yeah. can't I agree with you um, or else it's just going to ruin Belair's run yeah which I don't think I think Dub Dub's very keen on investing in Belair she wouldn't have won 
the Rumble. She wouldn't have main evented Mania. She wouldn't have had the held the championship yeah. for like all this time. She wouldn't have defeated Banks. She wouldn't have defeated uh, uh, Bailey. Yeah. I don't know. I just and if Becky is going to Raw, you know, mm. let let this put a pin in their storyline and let them meet at the Survivor Series. Give them some time to calm down. Let them meet at the Rumble. Yeah. Like. Let let this be a good way to conclude them for a while. Yeah, okay. Um, very interesting to note, though, that out of the six matches at Extreme Rules, only one match is an Extreme Rules match, and that is not the women. Hmm. So it could be very interesting to see. I think what's going to happen is somewhere, I don't know which match, but I think it could be the Alexa Bliss match. I think, or actually, it could be either of the championship matches. I don't think it's going to be Mella, uh, Mella Morgan. Mm. But I think one of these matches is someone's going to cheat or someone's going to get DQ'd and they're going to restart the match as an Extreme Rules match. Okay. Or something happens with Alexa Bliss and it turns into like a playground match. Like there has to be... Like it's Extreme fucking Rules. Like how is there no... How is there no stipulation matches for any of the women? Like... Something has to happen. So I'm, I'm again. It's another Alexa Bliss pay per view where I'm like, oh my god, something's gonna happen. And then something better happens. fucking happen. <laughs> so I'm putting my eggs back into that basket. Yeah. Hang on. Where's my, where's my eggs? Where's my? There you go. The eggs are back in the basket. Something's gonna happen in the Alexa Bliss match. <laughs> Joshua, do you have any other comments or anything further to add? Fuck you, Kyle. Fuck Kyle. Like, seriously. <laughs> he just ruins everything. <laughs> anyway, Joshua, I will see you tomorrow, virtually, for Extreme Rules. Yeah. And for everyone else out there, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Total Recap, a podcast about the women of WWE. Do not forget to check us out on Twitter, at Total Recap Show. And do not forget to check out TotalRecapShow.com, where you will find all of our links to our available streaming services. I have been your co-host, Dane. Kesha, our head of security, thank you for protecting uh, the set for another goddamn episode. And Joshua, thank you for showing up, finally. I really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, guys, we'll see you uh, in two weeks' time, and we are counting down uh, our days to the uh, Season 2 Total Recap Awards. So, just be very mindful of that. Woohoo, woohoo. If you have any suggestions of any contenders for Woman of the Year or Match of the Year, don't forget to send us an email. The link to that or the link to our email address is on our website. Or tweet us. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Fuck you, Kyle. Bye. Fuck you, Kyle. Bye.